0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite de Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our VP of Operations, Amanda, and our special guest, Doug Setter. And I am so excited for today's show because this is going to be an important topic. We're talking about how everyone, including women and anyone over the age 50, should know about self-defense. Okay, I'm going to tell you something about Doug, because he's really an amazing gentleman. He is a certified fitness instructor with a Bachelor of Human Ecology, uh, Foods and Nutrition. He is the author of Fit Fem After 50, Flat Gut After 50, Flat Gut After COVID, and that is going to be released here shortly. And uh, that is going to be amazing. Well, if the books that published, we're going to have that link down below. He also does The Stomach Flattening, Reduce Your Alcohol Craving, and One Less Victim, A Crime Prevention Manual. And so besides those publications, a little bit more about Doug. He's been a paratrooper, a competitive kickboxer, and marathon runner. As an infantry sergeant, he led a UN peacekeeping mission in the former Yugoslavia and later instructed over 30 trainees in military and outdoor skills. That had to be very arduous. And then in his late 30s, Doug combined kickboxing with exercise and taught women's cardio kickboxing with weight list classes. So that is amazing. And he teamed up with martial arts instructor and former undercover vice police officer William Bell to instruct self-defense for children, teens, women, and welfare investigators. And there's more. There's more. At the age of 40, he won a welterweight kickboxing title belt, and he climbed Mount Rainier in beautiful Washington State at the age of 47. Through changing behavior, he was able to overcome his poor school marks and competitive and complete university with a Bachelor of Human Ecology. I can still not say it right, guys. Foods and nutrition. So I am so thrilled because Doug instructs self-defense and personal training with many clients over the age 50. And here you are today. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Lynn. Amanda, it's great to be here. This is awesome.
0: (laughs) And hopefully I'm going to get the rest of it right for everybody who's joining us for the first time. Um, you know, all of us have our humility squares. Mine was demonstrated today. But if you like the show, you love what we're doing, you can subscribe to Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you do thoroughly enjoy what we're putting together for you. And if you do, please subscribe and um, we'd love to have a five star review. All right, well, let's get right into this, Doug, because I'm fascinated about your background and what you've done, uh, especially in self-defense for women and people over 50. Can you tell us about the journey that brought you to this point?
1: Yeah, I, I was um, underweight kids. I had in the morning about three times. Time I was six, okay. and I was always six. So I fight my way up the, ch- the food chain in high school. And I remember getting knocked around a bit, and I took up weights, and I, you know, got all the ads and protein powders, and i was still getting thumped out. And I eventually got, uh, one summer I went away to, um, I took an army reserve course, a little more self confidence, and uh, then I eventually joined the army. I was still too skinny to get in the army. I remember, I remember drinking as much water as I could, put things in my pockets so I could pass the minimum weight. And uh, it was interesting that I, I got in, again, I pushed hard. But I finally dialed back a bit, slowed down. I put on 40 pounds of muscle. And then I got more confident. I became a paratrooper, which uh, Canadian Airborne Regiment. And that was fascinating, a lot of fun. Uh, and then I got out. And I, <clears throat> and I was always studying judo and karate. And, and then one time I got into a, a bar brawl, partially my fault, you know, when you're young. And whatever and uh so yeah i said that's it and so i took up kickboxing and i i was able to train with these provincial champions one two of them were former national champions and uh i just remember focusing and focusing and eventually you got more confident and uh let's just it's better to give than receive and then later on i, I when i moved to winnipeg that's just above the I, I took up teaching fitness and I wanted to teach kickboxing, too, but, but there wasn't much of uh, a market, so I started doing the music thing. It was very much like um, Billy Blank's Taibo, and it was crazy, and it was always women, and I was very kind of intimidated because I didn't know how to teach women. Like, you know, who am I? And it, I'd be up there going away, and then I'd turn around, and, of course, they'd take off their sweat tops, and they have all this tight stuff on. i like, okay, just ignore that, and they'd giggle, and... But I got better and better at it. And then later on, they came up to me and says, hey, well, let's, oh, you know, I want to do it for real. I go, get out of here, you know. And I so, thought, okay, I thought it out. And a couple of times I was I was surprised. I got the bleeding lips and chipped teeth to prove it because they could they could unload if, if trained properly. And I remember being in Hong Kong, and these little gals. They are like 100 pounds, and they were just dynamite. They'd come up there in the ring like and there was something else. So yeah, I trained some gal. One gal, she went on to become a, a, a competitor. She actually went to a boxing gym. Two of them are police officers. One's a colonel in the army now. But just a lot of fun. And and it helped me because I I didn't know how to train women, so I got better at it. Now later on, I I teamed up with my friend Bill Bell, William Bell, and his father had survived the Japanese prison of war camp. So this guy was tough as nails. He'd been he'd been stabbed and clubbed clubbing the job, and and uh, just a real good guy. To, and so we put together we well we, we started putting together the the the, the self defense. And a lot of it is before you're in the fight. Yeah. And you probably understand it's everyone's everyone's an expert and all this that and and I've been choked out by by women martial arts, but it's too late when you got that stage. So there's a there's a process and i've noticed when i was in the army especially certain guys are always getting beat up well you're know, drinking with them and yeah there's a reason like you know like like you're if you're polite sense of self and i think generally speaking just just plain respectful and polite i think that's 90% of it and if you demonstrate confidence that's another a large portion i mean there are times when you get ambushed and, whatever, but, but uh, I found out a lot of the personalities I noticed and I spent a lot of time with were the ones who were more picked on or, or put themselves in dangerous situations, and that's not the victim blame, because later on I did, I wrote that book, and I, I, I phoned a Victim Services, I, I did, uh, actually I did a short thing on a crime column, and I asked, I said, Wilson, well, do you find there's repeat victims? And at first, the initial response was, oh, well, no, there's no such thing. And, and later on, they actually pulled me back and says, you know what? Yeah, we had the same clients calling all the time, to so get in trouble. And I go, yeah, that's interesting. So would uh, you like me to talk about the stages, if you will? Because first of all, sorry, questions?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, you can go ahead and talk about the stages before I get to the next question. Uh, it's really interesting what you're saying, and it's so true. Yeah. Um, so I'm fascinated to learn more.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's a there's first of all, there's there's people with bad intentions. And and I know as a kid, I remember one time someone offered me a ride when was 15 and I was just tired of, yeah, whatever. And then it turned out to be a, almost a, a, a molestation and I got out of there, but but your part of your brain is saying, Oh, this can't be happening, it only happens to other people. And so you start recognizing, and and I can usually tell it whether a stray dog is gonna be trouble or not. And and later on you, you just start picking up things. And and in a subtle tone, we, we run into people who usually you know there's something off. Usually you can tell. They and then the language they use and the, uh, they'll try to be over friendly. Uh, they will be insistent, they will be pushy. Like I worked in a I lived in a place that was kind of a low end, saving money going to school. And people are always trying to get into the building. So a nice person I would say listen I'm sorry can't let you in and they would understand but if they had bad intent they usually argue with you and of course we have to up it and and uh, well whatever yeah, but, but uh, that's the usual thing. just looking and the second thing is they call the interview and this is when someone will approach you and see how you react this is like the junkyard dog and, and often you sometimes a panhandle will come up and say well have you got a dollar and I said, no And well, how about fifty cents? and then what's wrong? And they trying to engage you, you know you think you're better than me, blah 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 uh, there's all these and what I find generally speaking if I just if I'm polite and I not right now, excuse me, you can usually just fuse a lot of these things so you don't even, they don't get to gather information you know, from from a soldier's mm-hmm. perspective, I'm always denying the enemy information, right? I've got my defenses up that I'm I'm always denying, denying. Don't let them know about me. <clears throat> so that that's – and then later on we get into positioning, which unfortunately I, I've been lucky enough. I, I've been in a situation where I, I figure it out and I leave where, where the criminal wants to surround you with either force, weapons or more people. What puts you in a bad spot where it's hard to get out of? And then the attack comes. Because keep in mind, they want to escape as well. Mm-hmm. So <clears> – <throat> And then that, that, so that's a series. And, and a lot of times we just do it instinctively. We know this. We reckon, even a kid, a kid will figure it out really quick. A kid, will look around, mm-hmm. you know, like kid, they, they let you know. Whereas we we get too polite sometimes. And I say, oh, you know, you, you try to talk to him. But generally speaking, if you got a good sense of self, you say, no, excuse me. You know, yeah. yeah. And, and, that, and, and that's that I found most of it. I mean, sometimes I have been in situations where, I'm Conversation's going nowhere, and well, yeah. <laughs> damn, you know if you're, uh, so why did hit that guy? That well, conversation's going nowhere. That's when I was younger, but uh, yeah. that's the biggest one. I and I, I find that with um, cases I've read, studied, it's, it's the people who don't have that sense of self, don't have that sense of, uh, of confidence that that do get targeted, mm-hmm. if you will.
2: Yeah, it, it, of course. And it's so important to de-escalate when you can. But it, I also am really um, inspired by how you transformed yourself and learned these skills and you help others, too. Um, why have you chosen to focus on teaching women and people over 50 specifically about self-defense?
1: Well, they, you know, they uh, I think they need it more. I think if you've reached that stage in life. I, I was outraged one time. I was, I was writing a, a column and uh, this lady got she got mugged. And I, I contacted her, and she was very really upset that I didn't. I said, "Well, look, I, I want to just share your story, so other people won't have this happen." And she says, "Oh, well, it's just part of living in the, in the city." And I go, "Oh, well, no, 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 <laughs> no! It doesn't work that way. We should be out there looking for this character, like we. But they, I think they lose awareness sometime, or they get too scared. And I think we got to be out there. Like someone said, we have more coffee shops, so be less crime. Everyone's outside, right?" If we took our televisions outside and watched them, it would be less, less crime because we're all outside. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that answers your question, but that's why I find mm. the women, you know what? I like training because they pay attention and they appreciate your time, whereas guys can be very know-it-all.
2: Mm. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, I think it's true that um, and the world can be a very scary place for everyone and especially for women. Yeah. Um what is something that you wish every woman knew about self-defense?
1: I, I, I wish they would uh, trust their feelings. And that's when I myself been in trouble, and I've always read interviews, and they say, I knew something was wrong. And, mm-hmm. and I know one time when I was, in, I was in former Yugoslavia, I'm leading the patrol, i we going to the bush, and, and I remember the fireflies stopped, crickets stopped, and the hair in the back of my head go up, and I go, okay, I think we'll leave. <laughs> I backed off, and I left, and that, totally illogical, but everything indicated this was not safe, like, the, the, even the bugs knew, you know? <laughs> and and so, yeah, you've got, I wish you had a sense of self, don't, you know, you get in a situation, I, I'll, I'll do a scenario like a university, and maybe a, a young gal gets there and she, Oh, you're hanging out with the football team and, you know, you're so, ins- whatever, overwhelmed and this is so awesome and these people are up here and you're only still there. And, you know, you, you still get that sense of, wow, is this a safe place for me or not? Like, just because they're celebrities, doesn't make them perfect. And keep in mind, some of them have been treated good all their lives. They're like these alpha males and teachers and adults and everyone treats them like they're special and they they sometimes they take advantage of that so mm-hmm. I, I think just, again you, you gotta think well trust your gut trust your feelings and make a plan just like lynn was saying everything's planned my mm-hmm. God, she, she should have been should have been a tactician but <laughs> i mean I, I i always think about stuff like going somewhere a strange place I got a taxi i got a place to stay i know where i know a way out i don't, I don't trust to be looked after I mean I, I I'm just naturally paranoid but uh, that's the way I look at it uh, but that's the biggest thing everything I've read and talked to people they say I knew something and here's the an experiment you can do next time you're on a shopping mall with some friends food court I around, and say you know what if I, was, if I was a bad person who would I pick and don't say anything for a while and can consistently they will pick out the same people it's consistently, I remember my class one time, I go, well, you know, just what do you think? And they consistently still picked up the same person. I go, yeah, well, sorry, but that's a fact of life. So it's, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah to get to trust your gut for sure. Oh, yeah. for sure. And,
1: and yeah.
0: A, yeah. Yeah. I was going to, sorry, I'm telling you to interject, but I think that that awareness also of the situation and how it could go sideways, really quickly or get out of control is important to be very cognizant of. And I think that that's another thing that you, when you're um, that, because you also help older adults, you know, uh, people over 50 and know about self-defense. Um, What's well, something that you can, you know, share with them who are tuning in about what they should be really aware of. Um, you know, when uh, for, you know, it's a little, it's, different than just strictly women but it's you know individuals who are older
1: uh yeah plan ahead plan ahead we got when i was living down in uh i don't know if you know vancouver the kids is very trendy and people like to wear their earbuds on their sunglasses at night i might add <laughs> uh do a lot of their talking and, and i think well now you're you're half blind you're deaf and you're just asking for it like so Know your way in and out. Know who you're dealing with. Just these these small precautions. And again, you treat yourself with respect. <clears throat> like I I I mean, if I saw someone in a suit beat someone up and leave, I probably wouldn't say anything because they're probably a mafia. But if you look like a and I'm not, if you're like a bum, someone doesn't respect themselves and you get in, everyone will come out. I, I don't want to be mean, but I'm just saying if you, if you treat and act. Like if I go have a few drinks, come out have a good time. Generally speaking, I'll be left alone. If I get ripped roaring drunk, I'm staggering out, swear at some people. Well, I think you know you're asking. So having said that, I, I I realized and I met people who mind their own business. They do get assaulted, and again, that's they're because they're, they're they're more limited. They're, they're, you know, they're 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 physically less limited. You gotta find a way of working with, teaming up with friends. Uh, having having knowing your way out, way out. I, a friend of mine goes hiking for days. He'll he'll text me, tells me when he's gonna be, and I same with I. I text him. I say I'll be at this time, that time, this place, that time, and work together. There's nothing wrong with two women going downtown together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One, one yeah. of my students. Safety right? numbers. Safety numbers, yeah. right? But again, you know, well dressed, good looking gals, looking around um don't flash cash like and you look like someone and and the thing is that you'll a, a predatory person will say well wait a minute if i bother them it looks like there'll be repercussions <clears throat> you know and and i i've found that they have a look about them um there's also that bonding thing and then some children have that some animals have that and there's just, just a different thing and so generally speaking, yeah, if, if you're, I'm not going to say, if you're not involved with crime, your mind, your own business, generally speaking, it's going, eh, you know what, uh, someone might come back and there'll be a price to pay. Uh, I'll give you the story. One of my students, real neat girl, Leanne, she was five foot whatever, uh, tough little gal, and one time her her, her boyfriend had gotten into a confrontation the guy had, got, the guy had her against the wall strangling them so Leanne comes in boom hooks this guy in the ribs <laughs> knocks the wind out of him puts him on the ground that's a good onion so you have the ability what I'm trying to say you just don't don't uh, don't think you could totally help us because it's it, it, yeah. even a even a lion or a tiger you're Lynn, Lynn or a tiger I heard you probably got the other tiger it, it instinctively knows like if it attacks a wildebeest and, and, and breaks a tooth it'll die so even them go. You know, uh, you know. They're, they're not. They're thinking their safety as well. Yeah. So there's always that. It's not. You know, it, it's it's the predator wants to go in, but it also wants to escape. So they go. Oh, no, look at that. Oh no, look at the way she's walking. Maybe she's packing something. Maybe I'll pull her.
2: Yeah. It seems like you've mentioned a lot of great things about preventing uh, bad situations from starting. Yeah. But even knowing how to defend yourself and manage your stress and, and your anger, of course, the best option is to avoid a fight, physical or otherwise. But if something does start to arise, how can we de escalate a tense, a tense situation?
1: I'm glad you mentioned that. You know what? I found uh, a little bit of empathy. This sounds weird, but you have a little bit of empathy sometimes. I, I remember one time I was in former Yugoslavia and, and uh, I kind of arrest the guy because he's drunk and he's shooting at us, but uh, had him. And next thing you know, all these other villagers show up. Some didn't have shoes, and they all got these AK-47s. And like, okay, this this not cool. So a friend came in. He brought the interpreter, and they're all upset, and they're the blah, blah. But you know, I let them run out of steam. I let them vent. And okay, okay, we'll do a report, and blah blah blah. But. And I've run into situations too. Very aggressive characters, and sometimes you just let them vent. Well, oh, really? And and they vent, and they run out of steam. Okay. Yeah. So I found that. I'm not saying, saying, uh, give in, say, oh, I'm sorry, whatever. It's just, what do you mean? It was a good one-liner. A friend of mine, someone's all right was trying to pick a fight with him, and he turned around and says, yes, but you're a very attractive man, and it <laughs> <laughs> just took him back. Like, but. I'm just you you're a little I, I, you know someone's got aggressive hey you think about, it well, no, um you seem what would you mean by that and they like they're looking for a fight, but they can't quite you know they're looking for aggression in return sometimes that's what i think i I, I just my own experiences um, but if you're in it when when it gets physical it gets physical i i I have not no problem getting the worst of it uh. Uh, let them know, just say, excuse me, or no, or get help, or, uh, you know, depends here. Put it this way, the liquor brothers had me one time when I was a kid, and I stuck my head in the water, and I, I bit down on one of them, and both screamed running, so, insane. <laughs> <Just> saying, <laughs> brush, brush every day and floss. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, wow, Doug, this has been um there's been so much great information here. Um, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about self-defense?
1: Yeah, get get something simple, stick with it. <clears throat> um, what else can I say? I said again, the big the well, the biggest thing is trust yourself, please. Just trust yourself, respect yourself, and that's 90% of it. If you don't like where you're living, working, whatever. You know, say mention it. And I would also say the same if you found something wrong. I mean, I, I go into, uh, i got a whole story for you, but it's something wrong. Please tell someone because I've been in a situation, no one said anything. I got hold of the perpetrator and I threw him on the army. And I think I did some jail time because I found out someone was bothering one of my trainees. So if you yeah. have that kind of self-respect, you will go forward. And that, that's the biggest thing. But, oh, yeah, get fit, be fit. Go 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 to go take up some jujitsu, learn a good chokehold, but be fit, look after yourself, and and uh, that's what I was gonna say. Stay safe. Like do your do your patrol. If if I can push it further, I know as as a, as a soldier, I always look after my neighborhood. I get to know my neighbors. I get to you know, and I, I just kind of expand my what I call my perimeter. And the same goes, and that's the coolest thing. Because if, if I know someone, I know you. I see, oh, there's, there's, there's Amanda. There's, there's Lynn. How are you doing? And you know, and, and now we've, we've, we we've grown bigger. Ain't we? And there's, our tribe has expanded. No one wants to mess with that tribe.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And then you can look out for each other and simple things. You know, like my neighbor will call me and just. You know your garage door is open and it's like, what? I my stuff forgotten to close it? Thank you for telling me, right? Yeah, uh, but you can um and you can just you know there's an awareness because you know the people around you and I think that's so true. It's like the ripples in a pond yeah and and then they're going like, well, I know that she's you know normally at work and there's this strange car there, you know why? you know yeah. and it's like you can text, hey, You know, there's a strange car parked in front of your house. You know, is there anything that I should be reporting to security? And it's, oh, no, no, no. You know, that's our, my uncle came in and he's staying with us and, you know, whatever. right?" Right. So, but just that awareness can really make a difference. And so that you could say, well, something's just off. Something's not right. And it just seems weird. So, well, Doug, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on how to effectively protect yourself inside and out. I love the, uh, especially that being that self-respect and confidence. Um, and I know our listeners are going to want to hear more um, about where they can find out about you.
1: Oh, yeah, just go www.dugcenter.com. A little contact there and you can just email me and, and I'd love to add, answer your questions. And as I learned to go, well, that's your best bet. Just go to the, uh, I mean, buy all my books, of course, but to go to the, just
0: dubcenter.com. Okay, absolutely. And we will be sure to include that link down below for everyone. And, um, this has been such a great conversation, so much information. And for those of you who tuned in, if you have ideas that you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a comment down below. And if you'd like to, um, ask a question or would have uh, a topic for uh, you'd like to have us discuss, you can email us at join the conversation at the jointheconversationatpetittocqueen.com. And of course, to stay current on all of our insightful advice, our breakthrough advantages, wonderful podcasts like the episode we just did with Doug, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitedequeen.com. I want to thank everyone who tuned in and is listening to the show. And Amanda, uh, Doug, thank you so much. Uh, Doug, thank you so much for all the wisdom today.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me, well, Appreciate it.